granola bars insane. Yeah. Free fuel, free lift. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> what up? Uh, I'm Nate Norris. And I'm Giuliano Catalano. <laughs> we probably shouldn't say our last names. Why? Because the IRS is going <laughs> to... Uh, we're in too deep now. Uh, this is Baby Station. It's the podcast where every week we add one brick layer to a house in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. So uh, w- this is this is Baby Station, uh, a, a podcast. Uh, what we actually do is that we bring things to the table, and th- the catch is is that uh, the other person doesn't know what what we're bringing to the table. So Nate doesn't know what I'm going to bring to the table, and uh, I and. I don't know what Nate's going to bring to the table. Yeah, I know the quality of what you're bringing to the table. Absolute trash. Yeah. So, so the, the catch is, is that it's a surprise, and we're going to be constantly surprising each other. And the thing is that the other person just has has to go with it. You just got to go with it. Um, so usually we're going to bring articles and um, funny things like that. Yeah. Um. So uh, I I have something you okay. I want I want to start. You want to start things if off? If that's okay, go for it. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> First and foremost, do uh, you, you like mac and cheese? Yeah, I love mac and cheese. <laughs> I smack a bowl of mac and cheese all day. I slurp it down, dude. Uh, so, from People Magazine, Costco is selling a 27-pound bucket of mac and cheese with a 20-year shelf life. <laughs> Could you imagine buying this? Here's here's a, a little a little intro to the article. This is written by Georgia Slater, uh, like uh, ten days ago. Oh, Costco, you've truly outdone yourself this time. The wholesale store just figured out a way to make sure you'll never run out of mac and cheese again. Sell it in a 27-pound tub. The chef's banquet macaroni and cheese storage bucket is now sold at Costco. And holds 180 servings of this meal. Like, imagine your mom's like, hey, Nate, uh, come on, uh, you want some mac and cheese tonight? And you're like, yeah, I really... She's like, go out to the garage and get the bucket. <laughs> and for like the first like three days, I'd be like, this is great. But but on day, on day 193, she's like, come on down for dinner, mom. I'm like, oh, geez, here we go again. She's another thing of mac. And your mom just has the bucket in her hand. Yeah. And she's like sweating. And she's just, just like taking it with, with her hand and like yeah. putting it on your plate, like slapping it on your plate. So t- 27 pounds, just so you can kind of get your, get your head around this. That's as much as like 100 baseballs. Okay. That's as much as a half a bale of hay. Or your average three-year-old child. <laughs> You're eating three, like a three-year-old child's worth of mac- macaroni. And the price, can you guess the price? 27 pounds of mac and cheese. 27 pounds. Well, one container of mac and cheese is like, what, three, four dollars? And your average container of mac and cheese is probably like, like 16 ounces, maybe. So I'm going to say that for 127 pounds, maybe like... Quick math. Some quick math. 
twenty bucks? No, it's eighty nine ninety nine. That's <laughs> ninety seems like a pretty reasonable deal. I mean, if it if it lasts you twenty years, if it has a twenty year <laughs> shelf life, you can just leave it there for like apocalypse. Food. I, I like the marketing on it too. It's like what chef's gourmet bucket. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's chef's kitchen. What did it say? There's not a chef in the world. Chef's who's gonna banquet. <laughs> chef's banquet. <laughs> who? What chef is gonna be like? Uh, yes, uh, you know we need the the quality food for this wedding. Oh. <laughs> A 27-pound bucket. Donovan, go get the bucket. <laughs> go get the bucket. It's last minute. Somebody books a wedding like like two hours before. And can you cater it? <laughs> Gets on the phone. Donovan, go get the bucket. Donovan, go out, go out in the garage. Get the bucket. He like goes out to the garage. There's like 80 buckets of mac and cheese. He's like, oh, all, all of them are like three, like one-third empty. So it's just like they're just kind of like they've been using all yeah. of them. Donovan like opens all the lids. It's like his sweat is dripping onto like the crusty mac and cheese. <laughs> ew, ew. He walks Chef's in. Bank. They don't even have containers. He just walks in with an arm full of mac and cheese. Like you know, when you're in the shower and you catch the water between your arms and your chest. Donovan, Donovan <laughs> yeah, yeah, walks yeah. in with this this mac and cheese and kind of dumps it on the table. It's like it's <laughs> just <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just gonna be like that. That's a banquet, right? Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. So, like, let's say one of your friends has one of these buckets. Like, you know for sure that they have one of these buckets. And you're like, oh, how? Do, first off, how do they know? Do they publicize it, or is this the kind of thing that's like a skeleton in the closet? They're like, they're like, I swear, I don't have a bucket. No, no, no. It's something that they're really open with. So, so like your friend Johnny's like, hey, you want to come over? And you're like, frick, I got to go back to Johnny's house. He's got the bucket of mac and cheese. <laughs> but but you said he published. It's something everybody knows. Why would it be something everybody knows if you don't, you don't want people no, to know you have a bucket? No, it's just uh, Johnny is really excited to have this bucket of mac and cheese. And he's so excited to have people over so they can eat mac and cheese. But everyone hates Johnny because Johnny always has this bucket of mac and cheese at his house that last 20 years and you have to eat a, a small baby's worth of cheese <laughs> and you know what would happen too you know the kids in um like in in high school who would carry all their books around in like the plastic crate that they drag behind them yeah you know, kids who drag their bucket with because <laughs> instead of packing why would you pack lunch when you can just drag your bucket of mac and cheese with you everywhere <laughs> There's, there's like a sweaty kid in the corner just like like holding his bucket of mac and cheese and just like slurping it in his mouth. It's not even cooked. He's just chomping on it. <laughs> At the Jesus. lunch table, you uh, you all are like, you know, unzipping your, your lunch boxes and like, you know, Paul walks in with yeah. his, his bucket of mac and cheese. He just, you're like, he's digging his hand in like, oh. <laughs> like really you couldn't have brought a plastic bag of that paul he's like no i just i don't know how much i'm gonna eat oh, every day a, i got a, a chef's it's a chef's banquet today <laughs> <laughs> i get a little hungry during class you know i just open a crack off the lid and just yeah yeah you crack that open you know you're my dad's a painter he's got a bunch of buckets i'll just cook a bunch of mac and cheese and sell sell this and uh make my own chef's banquet my other question is the shelf life of 20 years how did they calculate that you know? I, I really have absolutely no idea. That's Be- a good question. Because normal mac and cheese, probably not a shelf life of 20 years, right? And it's not like they can just say, well, we put 20 containers in mac and cheese. They all had one year shelf life. So that's 20 years worth of mac and cheese <laughs> right there. <laughs> that's 20 years over here. 20 years worth of mac and cheese. <laughs> Some guy in marketing's like, I don't care. Now, I, you know, You know what it probably is? It's probably like 
half mac and cheese and then just like a a vat of fat on top of it to preserve it. <laughs> that's a that's the related product they sell. Yeah. They sell with it. It's like on one shelf. The ma- the chef's gourmet, gourmet the chef's banquet, chef's banquet mac and cheese, and then like the product. It's like one increase of shelf life. Buy our vat of fat. <laughs> Twenty pounds of fat. Donovan, go get the fat. You forgot the fat. <laughs> You forgot the fat, Donovan. Get back in here. Go back out to the garage and get the fat. How long have you been working here? Go get the fat. <laughs> granola bar in my mouth. Yeah, Nate's, Nate's been eating a granola bar this entire time. If you haven't been, he's been in the mic just like, oh, yeah, you know, you got mac and cheese. <laughs> Right. So I like so I like fine food. All right, I'm a, I'm an enjoyer of high quality cuisine. Yeah, chef, you go to the chef's banquet now every now and then. It's like they send on the RSVP for the wedding. It's like, would you like the salmon, the grilled chicken, or the chef's banquet? I was like, and people go chef's banquet. People, that sounds really good. Yeah, the bride and groom both choose chef's banquet. So everybody else has like salmon. <laughs> Donovan. Donovan, everyone order the chef's banquet. Donovan takes his bucket from table to table. <laughs> Everybody's plate just kind of like... Yeah. Everyone just gets a pile of mac and cheese. <laughs> on every plate. Donovan, Donovan walks around with these buckets on a cart. And he's just like, oh, God. <laughs> like shoveling it onto people's plates. Yeah, he, he's not even serving from the right and taking it from the left. He's just kind of dumping it over there. Yeah. And then whenever people ask questions, he's like, don't worry. It's good for 20 years, man. Yeah, don't worry. Chef, chef's banquet, man. Don't worry. <laughs> chef's banquet. <laughs> I, I, I mean. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, People Magazine. I, I wouldn't put it past some high quality reporting. Um, I've got a pretty interesting one here. <laughs> Let me pull it up here. This is this is from the the news source, the Times of Israel. Headline here is: Biohacker injects DNA versions of the Bible and the Quran verses into his body. <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> it's real. Adrian Locatelli, he's an Italian guy, says he simply wondered whether it would be possible. He adds that he excluded some religious passages he deemed to be quote controversial. <laughs> I don't want none of that in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that God created the world. Get that. <laughs> yeah, that's all a metaphor. Uh, a, a, he's a French high school student. He converted passages from the Bible and the Quran into DNA sequence, sequences and injected them into his legs as part of a <laughs> as part of a so-called biohack. <laughs> I don't understand. What is that? What is he supposed to do? Like become a prophet he's or something? Like, he, he tells his friend, "Hey, I'm a biohacker." <laughs> all right. They're like, hey, we, we just saw you just jab your leg with needles. Okay? Yeah. No, I'm a biohacker. No, they clarify. Biohacking is the practice of trying to improve the practitioner's own body by enhancing it through the introduction of chemicals or devices. And then in the very next paragraph, it says, Adrian said he did the experiment simply because he wondered whether it would be possible. Wondered what if what would be possible. <laughs> And if, if he could in, inject himself and the results of his experiment show, yes, you can you inject can, yourself you with You can DNA. inject your legs. <laughs> it says, uh, Locatelli's leg was swollen for a few days after he administered the injection, but experts warned the effects could have been far more serious, perhaps even deadly. 
What? Uh, apparently, so they talk about DNA and how he built he built these specific proteins in a laboratory before injecting them. Um, and the, the actually the article doesn't clarify how it could have been deadly. <laughs> That's so confusing though. Oh, nice one. <laughs> Yeah, Nate. Nate's really getting over a cough right now. Shut He's up, had this man. cough for like two years. Shut, shut up! All right. Oh wait, uh, he converted Hebrew passages from Genesis one one to eleven nine, but he excluded chapter two verse ten through fourteen. He excluded the entirety of chapter five and chapter seven verses one through five uh, as as much information as that is that still does not explain to me a damn thing <laughs> he excluded those verses they were uh, too controversial I, I i mean i get that but he's how are you injecting bible verses into <laughs> okay, your legs so recent studies have reported that it is possible to convert any type of information into dna for the purpose of storage wrote locatelli in a paper oh. for a biohacking website since it's possible to convert convert digital information into DNA, I wondered whether it would be possible to convert a religious text into DNA and to inject it in a living being. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I just want to see if I can put the Bible into DNA and then inject it into my legs. <laughs> His professor's like, yeah, so you can convert pretty much anything into into DNA, and he's like, well, can we inject it? <laughs> He's like, Adrian, you can't go injecting everything. <laughs> what? I just want to know. I'm just curious. I, I'm I'm really confused by this story. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so he's, unclear. He's just a curious guy. He wants to see, you know. Curiosity killed the Adrian. Let's take a look at what he... What do you, what do you take out? Genesis 7, 1 through 5. Oh, is, you know what that is? That's what? that's all of Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dream Cup. <laughs> He's like, this didn't happen. Yeah, this is this is dumb. He he, he saw the Broadway production. They didn't have <laughs> reggae back then. <laughs> You're telling me the twelve brothers did a mashup of all the songs they sang? Yeah, at the end of it, and then at, after the after it was over, they did a mega mix <laughs> yeah, where they went what, back into the whole called a mega mix. Yeah, they yeah. did all of it again. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy who invented the Megamix? He's like, I know you just sat through the whole show. You want to see it again? <laughs> you want to see it again, but this time shorter. Yeah. It's the same plot, though. And everyone's uh, like, no, because that show's awful. Uh, I guess the moral of the story is don't inject everything into your leg. <laughs> Since when has that been the scientific process? Here's this new compound we discovered. I wonder if I can inject it. Yeah. No, no, like rat testing or anything first, like immediate <laughs> luggage. And even if you did test for a rat, what would be the expected result? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Just some more, some slightly more religious rats? Yeah. <clears throat> Prowler. Prowler spent three hours licking doorbell at strangers' home. <laughs> Pro Prowler. He's prowling around. He spent three hours straight <laughs> licking a doorbell at strangers' home. Police are trying to track down a man who spent three hours licking a doorbell at a California home. I thought I'd seen it all, but this takes the cake. Neighbor Francisco Javier Estrada told K-I-O-N. That's probably not a good voice for that name. <laughs> that man's got three first names. <laughs> I thought I'd seen it all, but this takes the cake. Neighbor Francisco Javier Estrada told K-I-O-N. Surveillance cameras caught the man police identified as Roberto Daniel Arroyo in the act. 
<laughs> there's a there's a video of no, this entire no, no, no. thing. They don't have him in the act. They, they do. I'm going to turn on the volume. They have a full video of him in the act. So the video starts off with like this dog. Oh wait, no. This is this is different. So it's it's this full video. It's this full video of a man going to town on this doorbell. He's he's literally standing in in someone's doorway and he has his face up like and he's looking at the he's looking at this camera. So like this is from like ring.com like they have cameras on on the doors, right? And he's he's standing there in their doorway, tongue out, licking this doorbell. Like going at it like and he, he it looks like he's he's staring down the barrel of the camera while he's doing it <laughs> he knows he's being recorded and I, I i can't believe that this is actually a thing like he did it at like 3 a.m so like the the, the security cameras like caught him like in in their yard for a while like he was kind of scoping around the area seeing if he could go to town on the doorbell just and and the the newly installed security system caught him doing this and um he he was just he, he was just um he was licking this doorbell for three hours, right? So what I was imagining is, can you imagine like what it sounds like from inside the house? Because obviously no one was home, right? If he's going to town on this doorbell. I mean, they could have just been sleeping. So they're sleeping through. Ding, 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 dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong. No, he might not have been triggering it. He could have just been licking it. He, well, I mean. Uh, you don't know. I mean, I don't know. Li- I don't know if you've ever rung a doorbell. I don't know if you've ever licked a doorbell it, it before. Takes, I have actually. It takes a little <laughs> bit of pressure to depress the button. It's very possible that he just is licking it. I mean, that is insane. <laughs> Could you imagine you you wake up the next day and then like you you go out for the grocery, but you actually lock yourself out and right. then you like ring the doorbell and it's just it's all slimy just and gross. <laughs> Like what in the world? Why do you think this guy has a thing for doorbells? I don't know if question. he has a thing for. It seems like a thing you might do out of spite, because three hours—that's a long time. That's, I feel like we're not comprehending how long three hours to stand outside someone's door and lick a doorbell f- nonstop for. Three there hours. are not many things I would do for three hours straight, yeah. without stopping. That's like three episodes of of Game of Thrones. Yeah, three plus episodes. Three plus episodes of Game of Thrones. Right. That's like that's like watching a baseball game. Yeah, but the difference is you're with a baseball game. You're just sitting. You're not licking a doorbell. You're not licking. When was the last time this man has the most ripped tongue in the world? Yeah. Because when was the last time you licked for three hours (laughs) straight? (laughs) He's he's really feeling on it. Are there gyms where you can go and like work on? your stamina for yeah. licking he's he's just, just yeah he's he's doing like uh, what are they called i don't even freaking know like push-ups he's doing dumbbells with his tongue <laughs> they, have, they have tiny little dumbbells that your tongue can grab on you like curl your tongue yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but just rows of ice cream cones and you have like a, a personal trainer who's like lick it lick it go he's like, he's like oh, i can't i'm too tired eat it lick it <laughs> he's got <laughs> we we got we got doorbell training tonight. We got uh, doorbell training tonight. I don't want to do doorbell training. Hey, we're going three hours. We're going to we're going to my cousin Jerry's house. <laughs> he's he's just part of a secret society that's obsessed with having the strongest tongue in the world. <laughs> the strongest tongue, but that just so they can lick doorbells. Yeah, you know the world's strongest man competition. There's yes. also the world's strongest tongue competition, and it's just a bunch of people standing there with like a doorbell console in their hand. And they're seeing how long they can go. And there's different categories too. There's like, there's there's head level doorbell, 
waist level doorbell you gotta you gotta be <laughs> squatted down then there's like there's like above your head doorbell where you gotta be like on a ladder or something like that oh my gosh there it's like a it's like a north central college speaker and they're like <laughs> yeah this is um this is this is uh gerald gerald uh dongleson i don't know why i thought of that that's a good one gerald dongleson and he has the olympic bronze medal for doorbell licking <laughs> There's like four people in Fight for All who came out for it. They're all, they're all there because they missed their FYE credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's like, hey, great great to be here. My name's Gerald. Uh, so you're probably wondering what I do. Everyone's like, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's so clear what you do. Okay. And then, like, President Hammond walks up and, like, extends, shakes his hand. extends yeah. his hand for the handshake and then immediately has second thoughts. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe I ah, should. I'll just give him a pat on the shoulder here. Yeah. Also, I love how all our voices are, like, old Italian. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah, we should probably figure out how to yeah. kind of d- diversify that one. Yeah, yeah, because you're... Donovan! <laughs> no! Donovan, go get the fat! <laughs> go get the fat so we can put it in the chef's gourmet. <laughs> I'm chef's gonna, banquet over I'm, here. I'm going to stick my finger in a bowl of fat here. Stick my whole hand in this jar I got. <laughs> and now I got a little snacky snack. Jeez. <sighs> Stick my finger in a jar here. Get some fat um, on my tongue so I can lick the doorbell for a little longer. <laughs> you know, one thing they don't tell you about getting your wisdom teeth out is that the little perk is like now you have four little like dishes Holes, yeah. in your mouth, essentially. So you can leave food in there? You can leave food in there. So you can like... You take a bite of food and you just kind of like, just kind of stash it back there. A couple hours later, you, if you're a little hungry, yeah, you just kind of go for that, kinda, that little hole back you there. Just kind of eat it. <laughs> so like, a, they don't tell you about that when you're getting your wisdom teeth removed. Listen, man, Chef's Banquet lasts for 20 years, but if you put it in your wisdom teeth holes, it'll last 21. for 40. There's, there's conditional requirements for how long the food is going to last. If you store it in a pantry, it'll last 15 years. If you store it in your laundry room, it'll last 17 years. If you store it in your wisdom teeth holes, <laughs> it'll last 400 years. 400 years. You're you're on a you're on a deserted island with your grandpa. He's 70 years old, and you're like. I'm so hungry. I have nothing to eat. He's like, well, back in my day, we had these things called chef's banquet buckets of mac and cheese. I'd I'd keep half a bucket in my wisdom teeth holes. I got half a bucket in there right now. You want some? Yeah, reach back in there. He like, kid puts on his headlamp and like, oh, open it. Hey, hey, hey. Grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? You gotta look a little farther back there. He's like, oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, and he gets it out. Yeah, he gets it out. He gets it out, and he 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 saves his whole family mm-hmm. because his grandpa's been shoving some mac and cheese in his wisdom teeth holes That's for a- for a long time. I love you, long time. <laughs> I got an article for you. All right. Uh, so <clears throat> nice, clear of the throat. <laughs> Jeez, this is awful podcast etiquette. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a little cesspool below. Yeah. I just noticed that you got a big chair. Yeah, sit in a big chair. Sit in a big boy chair. Um, man crushed to death in front of tourists. Quote, tried to hypnotize elephant. 
<laughs> what? What does that even mean? <laughs> Here's the first sentence of the article. He tried to impress tourists that were present, but he got crushed to death by the elf. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually? Yeah, he actually did. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is in Sri Lanka, and the authorities reported that a 41-year-old man died trying to prove that he was able to hypnotize an elephant to make it do what he asked. <laughs> what do you think he wanted the elephant to do? <laughs> First command, do not stomp on yeah. me. <laughs> Donezo, right there. Um, apparently a group of tourists gathered and the man wanted to impress them and he began giving the show. And oh man, um, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, and he like started raising his hands to get the elephant's attention, and the animal thought it was a threat. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even do anything hypnotizing. He's just like, "Hey, look over here, so I can." <laughs> it's horrible to laugh at, but yeah, like you know, like the first step in hypnotizing is like focus on this light over here. So the elephant's like ten feet above him. He's like, "Hey, hey." <laughs> Over here! Yeah, look over here! Look over! <laughs> Done. Right, he didn't even get a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That is awful. Like, how how do you think he would have tried to hypnotize it? Like, with, like, a little <laughs> pendulum? <laughs> He's got a tiny little watch. Got a tiny watch, and he thinks that the elephant's gonna look at that? And what would what would you care for the elephant to do? Turn around? Walk, walk yeah, this stand way? stand on one leg. <laughs> stand on one leg, do a little spin. Hey, watch this. I'm gonna hypnotize this elephant. All right? And he's... <laughs> He's going to do a handstand. He gets a ladder so he can get to the elephant's level. I'm going to hypnotize this elephant. This elephant is going to inject two verses of the Bible <laughs> into his own leg. <laughs> and he's going to survive. He's going to survive. And that's the cool part. That's the cool part. <laughs> the tourists are like, no way. They're like, I'm hooked now. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's one, one guy in the back who says that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, let's see this. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Not. It's like it's like a father and two kids. He's like, come on, come on. Guys. We got to get out of here before this man gets stomped. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm going to hypnotize uh, an elephant for you guys today. Mm, I don't think he's going to hypnotize the elephant. I don't so, think he's going to do that. His, uh, like the, his partner in crime, his guys, he's like, hey, I'm going to hypnotize an elephant. And his buddy's like, yeah, maybe you're not. No, nah, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not today. Maybe, maybe, maybe you don't do that. See, maybe, maybe a human, but an elephant, yeah. that's a little tough. Yeah. Elephants are the smartest animals in the world. Bill. Uh, hey, I'm going to hypnotize an elephant. Bill, Bill, Bill. Maybe today's not the day you hypnotize an elephant. Yeah, I don't right. think so. Maybe do that tomorrow, buddy. All right. You mm. can, you can hypnotize one tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your calendar. I see that you have some uh, some other animals lined up for a couple days. Maybe we should move the elephant back. <laughs> hey, you want to hang out tomorrow? Yeah, let me check my schedule. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got an, an elephant hypnosis at five. <laughs> yeah, well, let me let me check let me check my schedule. Let me check my schedule. Well, uh, well, uh, Tuesday the 18th, I got um, I got the elephant hypnosis, yeah. uh, and then and then Wednesday the 19th, I'm injecting the Quran <laughs> into my legs. No, I do want to hang out with you. My schedule's just a little packed right yeah, now. My it's, a little, it's a little packy dermed right now. Oh, oh come on! Hey, hey, hey. that applause sound effect. Yes, yes. <laughs> Woo. Absolutely, you gotta gotta pack a derm. <laughs> A pachyderm joke going for that. You think they're um, they're specialists for that? Who? Zoos. They they hire consultants. Like our elephant's been he's been acting a bit weird lately. Can you hypnotize him and figure out what's wrong? 
Yeah, it's like um, psychology, like a uh, Freudian psychology. Yeah, That's an, what they an do, elephant, right? An elephant hypnosis hypnotizer. Hip hip hip. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what you're trying to say. A hip, hypno, an elephant hypno. What's a person who hypnotizes? One who hypnotizes. A hypnotist. 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 No, no, that's when you got a big pussy thing on your leg. Uh, a cyst? A, hyp- a hypnosist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hypnosist. <laughs> Give it up for hypnosist. Yeah. No, but do you think zoos are like. <laughs> Can you just come in and hypnotize our elephant real quick? <laughs> They're like, let, let me see. Let, I, th- I, yeah, I, have, I have four today. I can, I can probably do one more. And then you think the manager's like, I don't know why our just our turnover rate has been yeah we've had insane lately. <laughs> every time we try to get someone to hypnotize, um, every time we try to get somebody to hypnotize Floppy, he just he just slams them into the ground. He just immediately stomps on them. <laughs> Are you laughing that hard at the name Floppy? <laughs> no. They're just like, we don't know what's wrong with it. We don't know what's wrong with Floppy. What? What's wrong with Floppy? Uh, can we get a hypnotist in here? Here, I'm going to need... Uh, yeah, so here, let me call up my hypnotist. Jim? Jim Wand? Oh, what's up? Uh, can you uh, can you get on a ladder and hypnotize an elephant for me? We got... Floppy's got some issues. All right, I am worried that he's going to stomp me into oblivion. <laughs> oh, no, no, not Floppy. Not Floppy. <laughs> Man dies after trying to hypnotize an elephant. I don't know what's wrong with Floppy. Every time they try to hypnotize me, just stops them into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Surely the next guy will be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get another one in here one of these days. We got any, Let me look up on Craigslist. Elephant, <laughs> elephant hypnotists. Jeez. Oh my gosh, I'm, uh, I'm going to... Um, literally crying dude yeah I, I thought you were laughing at the name floppy no, I, was I was like that's not that funny yeah you're right it was a pretty mediocre name okay um i'd like to to extend a quick thanks to Ange for our cover art gratch for our promo photos and the chronicle for letting us use their space speaking of space i'd like to thank squarespace for probably we were sponsoring not, no, us we were not sponsored by squarespace. no they probably sponsor us they sponsor they, everyone that's not how it works you don't probably sponsor somebody well and also of course thank you to our listeners and especially <coughs> squarespace for sponsoring no. this podcast squarespace and meundies and um and uh audible and myron wentz and myron wentz for for sponsoring this great amazing 